Blog Talk Radio. Here on the last show of the year. I can't believe it. It's happened already. In fact, I'll be off for three weeks. Three weeks without the Recruiting Animals show. Anyway, it's December 12, 1 2, 2018. Uh, and here's the situation today. When I was begging for a guest for the last show of the year, I didn't have anybody. Amy Miller said that she would like to come on and argue with the last guest of the year. She was just a guest herself recently, but she likes to fight, okay? So I offered people the chance. I twisted what she said. I tweaked it. I said, if you want to come on and get evaluated by Amy Miller, the great Amy Miller, come, you know, volunteer to be a guest on the show. First person to raise his hand was Alan Fleur. He's a show regular, okay? So he was a guest just a little while ago as well. I said, no, I'm not taking you. Okay, but that wasn't fair of me. If if Amy wants to rake him over the coals and he still wants, you know, to do that, uh, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey with her, that's fine. I will arrange it for the new year. Just let me know. But today it's going to be Amy, I say her name Poirier, but she says Poirier or something like that. She's been on the show just a little while ago as a guest, but she couldn't resist the opportunity to get grilled by Amy Miller. I hope Amy showed up because she wasn't here when I started talking, and Jerry isn't here either, okay? So I'm going to tell you, Jerry, Jerry, what show is this? The Recruiting Animal Last week, Jerry stayed on for, I don't know, 10 minutes before he got his business call. Today, he'll come on sometime. After he's finished with his business, he's going to be a big enough man to show up for the show. We don't need you, pal, okay? Anyway, before I get going, I want to thank my sponsors, Honeit, H-O-N-E-I-T, the phone interview technology, hire tool, H-I-R-E, T-U-A-L, the super-duper sourcing tool, and PC Recruiter, the Swiss Army Knife of recruiting software. I should mention that at 1 o'clock p.m. EST, Eastern Standard Time, right after this show, HireTool is doing a free webinar of their HireTool Pro. So if you want to sign up, go to their Twitter page, and I'm sure you get a link there. Uh, let me see if the guests are here. Amy Poirier, I know you're here. You're, she's in a restaurant or having a drink in a bar, okay? <laughs> Luckily, there's... There's noise coming in and out, but it's not that bad. Amy Miller, are you here? Drink. I'm here, but I'm kind of jealous. I'm not in a bar. Okay, well, I thought your basement was a bar. You you were kind of a bar in your basement. That's what I thought, okay? Anyway. I have to meet my boss. You know, Amy, Amy Miller, can you pick up the phone? Are you on a speaker or what? I can barely hear you. It's all garbled. <laughs> Is anyone else having problems hearing me? No, you're calling on a crappy phone. You've been calling this show for years, and I'm now this year I have to start telling you to call in on a decent phone. What do you know? People listen to this show. All they hear is me complaining about the phones people call in on. You know, one Amy's in a restaurant with people making noise, and the other's on a phone you can't hear. Gee whiz. Okay, look. Amy Poirier or Amy Miller, here's the scenario. Let's say Amy Poirier or Poirier was going out for an interview. She wants to be a recruiter at a different company, okay? And uh, she wants someone like you to, you know, grill her to see, you know, how she would work if she was going to be interviewed, how it would work out. She wants to feel, you know, who is she as a recruiter? Now, Amy, you just made a move. I don't know if they, did they interview you when you made your recent move? Amy Miller? Yeah, you bet they did. Absolutely. They interviewed you. Yeah. Okay. So you know what kind of questions they ask. Am I right about that? Sure. 
Well, don't yes. that don't sound so so enthusiastic, okay? Amy Miller, you just interviewed. You know what kind of questions they ask recruiters who are looking for jobs or are being considered for positions. Am I right about that? Yes or no? You are correct. Yes, sir. Gee whiz. Yeah. Pep it up, will you? You know, Rich Rosen, he says when you call into a, you know, when a recruiter calls a candidate, he has to show some excitement to get the candidate excited. Well, show a little enthusiasm so I feel I'm with people here, okay? Right now I'm sinking already. The show's been going for five minutes. Nothing's happened. Okay, so, Amy, what's the first question? Okay, Miller, okay? Miller, what's the first question you would ask Poirier? if she was coming in for an interview to be a recruiter on your team? What are the most important metrics that you track as a recruiter? What oh, are the, I'm going to repeat that question. in case people can't make it out. What are the <laughs> most important metrics, Amy Poirier, that you track as a recruiter? Can you answer that? Um, I would say that I would track my connects per day, my my valid good business conversations that lead to well, market info or hold on so you um, just mean you're 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 counting you're counting the number of people you talk to in one day is that what you're saying exactly yes my connects my number of connects that i have that's it yeah people that well that's i it? already know yes that's it i hate metrics all right i'm coming out there to tell you that that's where all good recruiters go to die. <laughs> Amy Miller. Amy Miller. Yes, Amy I know Miller, what do you say? And I know, let, no, me, let me say I know they work, and I know what it takes to get there, but if you're going to breathe over my shoulder about, hey, Amy, 60 dials leads to 10 connects, leads to two submittals, when I am doubling my revenue for the company, then I have a problem. Yeah, no, I, I listen, listen, Poye, she's smart. Okay, I, I agree with her. Here's the thing, though. Here's what I would, the, the pushback I would give. First and foremost, what is the company goal? And, and it's typically hires, right? So it's billings, it's hires, it's, it's whatever, depending on what kind of team you work on, that kind of thing. Now, activity, all that other stuff drives the ultimate number, but we have to start from a place of the ultimate number. I need X amount of billings. I need X number of hires. And then we work backwards. Then it's, well, how many interviews do you need? How many live contacts every day do you need? That kind of thing. So, I, I mean, I'm not disagreeing with her. I just don't know that I would lead with that. Later okay. Amy, Amy, Amy Miller, it's, first of all, I, I'm sorry, but as you've moved up in the world, your phone has got cheaper and cheaper. I mean, I, I figure you get a better phone, okay? Not something I can barely hear you on. Okay, you're famous now, and you don't even have to use a decent phone. People are, you know, they're just lucky to be able to talk with you, I guess. Hold on a second. Here, here, here's what I heard. You asked her the first question. I want to know what, you know, how, what metrics you're, you're, you know, how you measure, what measurements you're using to, you know, uh, track what you're doing as your performance as a recruiter. She said, I hate metrics. That seems yeah. to sound to me like if she was being interviewed by any company you've been at, she'd be out the door or she would never even get out the in door. the door. Yeah. Out the door. Okay. So, yep. so that is a bad thing. Is that a bad, Amy Miller, is that a bad thing for her to say? I hate metrics too. So my response, if, if that was the answer that I got, I, I would say, well, she didn't lead with that she hates metrics, first of all. I didn't. So, I, mean, I did not. Came out the door and was like, that was the very first answer. I'd be like, all right, we're all done here. But she did lead with, this is what I think is valuable. And I, was, I would want to know, okay, well, tell me more. Like, how does that feed? Like, how, how do you come to do this? How are you bonus? How do you make commission? You know, whatever the situation is. And then we get into a deeper discussion. So I would want to know more about that. I want to understand. Because I could talk to 100 people a day and still not make a placement. So we need to go a little bigger, a little deeper. But I think Amy, Miller, Amy Miller, Amy Miller, what <laughs> was your answer when, when you asked, got asked that question? What are the metrics that you track? I say I start with the number of hires. In my current job, I have to make X number of hires every month. Okay, that's what I start with. As long as I'm doing that, then you don't have to worry about what else I'm doing. I'm going to go to the 
business. If I'm making the hires and I'm having the right business impact and I'm doing the things that you say, I'm doing a great job and I earned a fat bonus, don't worry about how I'm getting there. Thank you. Can I interrupt here and say this? Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you were to ask me that question in an interview, and this is how I responded, how, you know, what metrics are important to you? Well, that all depends on what spread, what kind of jobs you're hiring for, what kind of recs do you have? Because if you've got recs where the bill rate is 190 and, you know, I can get a candidate down to $70, $80, it, it, my metrics are going to be totally different because the revenue is going to be there. She's hired. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's you know what? Okay, my my, my advice my my advice is that there's other. It sounds I'm looking. To me like I'm Amy looking. M- by the way, it, it, says, it sounds like Amy Miller is saying that there really are some other metrics. If she wants to, you know, play the game the way it's played, she shouldn't be doing giving that kind of answer. She should. She should be. What are the rules of the game no. that you're playing? You're asking me yeah. what's, what, or what are the metrics that I think are important. I could give you a whole bunch of metrics that have varying Thank levels you. of importance. Depending on what it is that you are expecting of me, what is on my monthly goals? Okay, so when you went into your current job, when you hired for your current job, you said, look, I'm, the only thing is I'm tracking is how many, if I'm making, I've got a quota, and am I filling it, the number of hires a month? Is that the only thing you said, or did you tell them that you track other things as well? Don't make me pull it out of you. I'm not a dentist, okay? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I start with that. I say, first and foremost, I want to make sure that I'm hitting my target. Then I work backwards. I'm a big believer in the funnel. At where am I getting mm-hmm. blocked? What is my ratio? I care a lot about ratios. Does it take me 20 interviews to make one hire? Something is going wrong. Does it take me two interviews to make a hire? Hmm, maybe I could do a little more. Maybe I could beat, beat my number. So, so you have to look at where the funnel is getting blocked and where you have too much activity for the result. That's what I said. That's exactly what I said. So you, just, my you just told us interview per hire. That's something you track, obviously, right? You look at took all me those five minutes. minutes. Took me five yeah. minutes to get you to say that. Thanks. Okay. What, what other question? What other question did they ask you? Oh, I, I was asked how to redesign the shuttle route. <laughs> how to what? 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 It, here's Wait, why. What? This, is, this is a true story. Here's, here's why. I probably shouldn't have just said that publicly, but I'm I'm an open book. The Nobody understands what you said. With that phone, no one can make out what you said. Okay, don't worry about it. <laughs> they are looking for thought process. You want to understand what, what, what information is missing. You know, if you just jump into an answer and say, oh, yeah, this is the answer, I got it, and you don't have any other information, you're missing 60% of the picture, you're going to have the wrong solution. So we're looking for thought process. Oh, you want me to design rocket boots? Well, who's wearing the rocket boots? What what purpose are the rocket boots going to serve? Uh, why oh, oh some dumb question. Yeah, I thought they gave those up. How many golf balls on the moon or something like that? Nobody asked me that. Thank goodness. Okay, so next hey, question. Hey, look, if I Nobody... want revenue, somebody please ask me. Can somebody just ask me in an interview, how hungry are you? How much do you want to make? Yeah, well, I want to make about one sixty, two hundred thousand dollars this year, maybe two fifty. How am I going to get there with your company then? You tell me what the metrics are, and I'll make it, uh. and I'll do it. Well, I like that. I like that yeah. attitude. <laughs> and client, okay. I'm hungry. Client management. Okay, Amy, what's the next? Uh, what's the next question that they asked you? Um, we talked about client management. We, uh, you know, how do you deal with angry hiring managers, or how do you respond to? Okay, well, what did they, what did they say exactly? I want to know. This is good. I'd like to know what did they ask you exactly. Don't be oh, general. Exact question. In like five months, I can't remember the exact question, but I know there was like, you know, tell me about a time when, like behavioral kind of stuff. So, you know, tell me about a time when you had to deal with an escalation. You know, had an angry hiring manager that will your boss and hold on you because you suck. Like, well, you know, how did you handle that? Those kinds of things. But I, I had to talk yep. a lot about, like, real stuff that I had gone through with uh-huh. clients. What was my hardest um, hardest negotiation was another one. You know, the hardest candidate to close. And, and what was that like? How did I do it? Uh-huh. Did I win or lose? Those things. And let me ask you something about those questions. 
they say, can you remember a time when? Uh, uh, whose memory is so good they can pull stuff out of a hat just like that? Was yours so well, you good never, you could? <laughs> you never forget the difficult ones. <laughs> <laughs> you never forget the purple squirrels. I, mean, I will come home from work sometimes, and my husband will be like, at least you're not working with that guy. Like, even my husband can tell these stories because some are okay. just that memorable. Okay, so Amy Poirier. Poirier, whatever yes. your name is. Okay, so can 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 you uh can you can you remember a, a time you've had a difficult experience with a hiring manager and tell us about it? And see how what Amy thinks of your answer. Um, I can't. I mean, for confidentiality reasons, or for confidentiality, or because you don't just can't never had that experience, or what? No, and I have had that experience. Let me think if I can make this in general terms of. Confidentiality. Okay, pass on that one. Okay, what about a tough negotiation with a candidate? No, 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 no passing, on, no passing on that. Is that Hold really? on, Alan Fleur. I mentioned there's no passing on that. Answer the, there's no passing. No passing answer on the question. Okay, okay. Hey, no, no, she, 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 she's, she's got a job, okay? She can't say something I that just, imperils her current job, Al. Okay, okay. go back to Kelly time? Services. I will. She's been in, I will go back she's to been, Kelly Services. She's been at her current job since July of this year. Come on. She was Kelly Services for two years. She's got a story. He's right. He's okay. right. I go do ahead. have a story. I do. So a hiring manager um, took it upon herself. So co-employment, right? That's what we do a lot of times when we're a full-cycle recruiter. And um, I had a hiring manager who took it upon herself to deal with issues with my Kelly employees. And only until it was too late and it escalated, was I brought into the situation. And it was a very serious situation. So I tactfully um, said to the hiring manager, you know, uh, I brought up all the successes that I've had, and I'm constantly, I'm almost like an on-site. I'm there three or four times a week. You really can't handle these situations. They have to be brought to me first. You can trust me on this. You know, um, we have to make this right because, my job is to mitigate your risk, Mrs. So-and-so at such-and-such a plant. That's my job. And you can no longer, this is the second or third time she did, never brought an issue to my attention until it was escalated. And, and so that's how I handled it, with honest communication and tactfully telling her the benefits and the value that I add. Look, this is the reason why you have me here. I'm mitigating your risk. If you don't include me, you are at a greater risk for lawsuits. For for what what was happening? She was asking the wrong kind of que- illegal questions. No, she was handling sexual discrimination. Uh, one was sexual discrim- discrimination, uh, sexual harassment. Oh, these were HR issues. These were not recruiting issues. These were HR issues. Is that what you're saying? She was the hiring manager. Yeah, yeah, she was the hiring manager though, as well as the HR generalist. So, yeah. Okay. These are HR. Amy, issues. Amy Did Miller. I what do you think? Wrong? Here's what I li- here's what I like so far about Amy Poirier. I'll say it my way the Canadian way. Okay. I like her attitude. I mean, she's, she sounds very, Amy Miller, she sounds very assertive. You know, she's serious. She's got some yeah. backbone when she does it. What do you think? Well, I, I totally agree. I, and you know me, like I was fired up and ready to come on and like make people cry. Like I usually do on your show, but I did. <laughs> I, 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 I want to meet her at that bar later. We're going to talk about you. Yes, uh-huh. let's do it. <laughs> Alan Floor, Look, Alan Floor, since you push yeah. Uh-huh. Alan Fleur, you pushed this question. What was your response to to her her statement? I think it sh- I think it showed assertiveness. I think she handled the situation. It's not necessarily a recruiting issue, but because of their they were an RP. It sounds like they were an RPO. She had to handle mm-hmm. something different, and she did. It sounds like she addressed it well. I think it was probably it. She made the best of a bad situation because she probably got called in late late to the process when she didn't know anything was going on. Okay, but Alan, don't you think that uh, aside from being reasonable, it's the—I know it's the way that Amy Miller does it too. You have to have some gravitas, some some personal presence when you're facing somebody, uh, and that's isn't that really a key part of the when you're in a confrontation? The message: I'm civil, yes. but I mean business. Definitely. Oh, the, the one thing—the one thing I would suggest to her is don't tell them that 
is don't tell them that you can trust me. Ah, that's let, good let, feedback. Let what you, you do never show that you're already trustworthy. It's like telling somebody I'm a lady. <laughs> you have to mm-hmm. say <laughs> Yeah. By the way, Alan, Alan, I mentioned you in the intro. I mean, you raised your hand first to be uh, graded by by Amy Miller, and, and I ruled you out. I know I was wrong to do that. I said I would, if you want to do Fifty Shades of Grey on the show with uh, Amy in the new year, I, I, I'm, I'm happy to do it, but only if she gets a good phone. I can't stand this phone. I won't tolerate it again, okay? So I, I just want to... <laughs> I just want to get there. Okay. And it's just a regular feature of the animal show. I think it's fun. But let me just say this because I have to go in about 10 minutes and I don't want to miss this. One of the most important pieces of advice I've ever received in my career, a former boss at Microsoft told me, sometimes good consulting looks like bad customer service. Okay. Good consultants look like bad customer service. You want to elaborate on that? Consulting. So good consulting. So you're telling them the truth. Bad customer service because recruiters should not be order takers. You should not be saying, oh, do you like a software engineer with C++ and a side of Java? Let me go get that for you and then bring it back and deliver it. That is not what we do. We are advisors. We are consultants. We have to sometimes tell people things that they don't want to hear for the betterment of the team, the candidate experience, the business, whatever it is. And sometimes it feels raw and they don't like it, but I don't care. If it's the right thing to do for whatever reason, and it's the right consultative answer, it may look like bad customer service in the moment, and we need to be okay with that. If you're worried about people liking you, get out of this business. Okay. Amen. Yeah. Okay, what's the next question, Amy, before you go? Amy M? Oh, okay, like next Amy Miller. Question. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, all right, how do you, uh, what, what do you do outside of work to improve your recruiting sourcing skills? Like, how do you kind of continue, continuing education kind of stuff? Like, what do you do to make sure you're staying sharp in your, in your field? Um, I network. I go to networking events. I keep my business cards. Uh, I, I'm, I'm always on the job. Even here at a bar, I'll have my business cards. I'll turn to the person next to me. What do you do? <laughs> That's how I sharpen my skills. I make myself be fearless and introduce myself to everyone. You never know what the, where your next wreck is going to come from, which I got at a bar, by the way, um, for a very large client. I also have fun with Boolean searches. I play on higher tools. Um, I, love I, love, I love I love higher tools. Shout out to those to, to that. I love it. Um, yeah. You know, it's always it, there's never an opportunity not to develop my skills. I'll I'll ask people at a party at a cocktail party to interview them. You know, um, I think one of our biggest, like Amy said, we are consultants, and we don't just take orders, and we do have to interview candidates, and sometimes candidates will give pushback. They'll say, it's all on the resume because these tech people, they're so busy. It's all on the resume. Just take a look at my resume. You can pull it out. No, 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 no. I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you about you. I want to hear it from you and your experience. And talk to me like I'm a four-year-old about what you do because then I know. Cause we'll, because then I know. If they can explain it to a four-year-old or if they can make me understand it, because full disclosure, I'm not super technical, but I, I am a great recruiter. If you can make me understand it, then I know I can work with you and present you to a client. So I do a lot of things. Does that make sense? Yes. Amy Miller. Amy Miller, what about that answer? Yeah, I think it started off a little rocky, but I think she she got where I was wanting her to go. So Where where would it be better if she was going? If she said she reads articles on a regular basis on ERE or SourceCon or that she – well, exactly. really, I mean, really, or that she, she goes to the webinars, like the Hire Tool webinar that starts at 1 o'clock. What should, what's a better okay. answer? How could she have improved that answer? Okay, so I'm yeah. looking for things like a certain conferences you're attending, and what are you getting out of it? So I don't, I don't necessarily care. Oh, I went to, you know, SourceCon. Uh, that's fine. I mean, I love SourceCon, but what did you take from SourceCon that made you better at your job? What did you do from reading that blog? Uh, we've all followed Glenn Cathy for years, but if you're not applying Boolean stuff that he's talking about, 
we're not better, right? So I want to I want to know not only the what, but then how you're implementing it and what solid. Okay, so she said she she reads the bully and bully and black belt, and you know here's an example of something I learned there. And she says this is how Glenn Kathy uh, taught me to search for uh, female or diverse female candidates on a search. Okay. You know, use th- yep. 300 names of women uh, in the you know in, in the search string, and yep. and and that's what I've done. Or how to search? You make other diversity searches. This is how I, I learned it from his blog. That's the kind of thing you want her to say, right? Oh, doggone it. I could have really nailed that answer if I told you I just learned about it, the asterisk on the Boolean search or, you know. So you'll, you'll do that when you come interview where I'm working so we can work together. <laughs> Anything else, Amy, right before on. you have to go? Do you have another um, time for another question? I do. I just had a question. Oh, prioritization. You've got 40 recs. How do you figure out what's work on first and how do you, how do you manage that day? 40 different managers ring in your phone, your crappy phone. What do you do? Good question. Um, so what can, what do you consider an A rec, a B rec and a C rec? I consider an A rec one that is realistic with the rate. Um, you know, if I got a hiring manager that calls me and says they want a, you know, front end developer with react JS and angular, um, who's been doing it for, you know, ever since Facebook came out with react JS, uh, with the purple squirrel, but yet, um, $70, $60, and our like, no, okay, you get pushed to the side for the guy who's willing to pay, you know, $85, $90 for that React.js guy who's a killer front-end developer who's also, you know, JavaScript beast. Yeah. And they've got a realistic time of delivery yeah. and a realistic rate. Okay, now she's, she's in a different context. Amy Poirier is in a different context than, than Amy Miller, who's on the corporate side. So how would you evaluate her answer? But see, but what, what she's prioritizing based on what makes sense in the context that she's in, and that's what I'm looking for. She can adapt to a corporate environment. She can adapt to a different context. But she's not saying, oh, well, I'd go for, you know, the hardest position or, oh, I'd go for the manager that, um, you know, had the role's been open the longest. Like, that's the stupidest BS answer I've ever heard when oh, it comes to her. So she's thinking about it in ways of, like, what is a realist, reasonable business problem to solve that I can do effectively and quickly? That's what I want to get to, and that's what she's showing me. And that's okay. closest to the money. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't want to work three months on a wreck and not <laughs> like in a corporate yeah. context, you're necessarily talking closest to the money, but in the context of what he's working on, it absolutely makes sense. Okay. It's time for you to go, right? I have three minutes, but I guess I can let Alan just go. I've enjoyed this. I can't. I think Amy Miller, it has you... been a pleasure to meet you. I was, uh, you know. I was very okay. scared, and still am. They were scary questions, challenging. Well, we're not finished. I mean, I'm going to let Alan. I'm going to let Alan if he's still here, and and Michael G. Cox take over from Amy when she's gone. Okay. <laughs> Thanks a lot. I got to do a few. I got to do a few ads first. So, Amy, I couldn't. You know, maybe you. You know, everybody else can understand what you're saying, and I can't. Like you said on Twitter, that I'm the only one who has a problem. But did you say you're leaving now or, or what? Because I have to do some ads either way. Yeah, you know, I love higher school. They have some new features up there, but yes, they're super cool. So see you guys. Okay. Thanks for doing that ad for me. <laughs> I have to do it <laughs> my, again so that, that people can hear it. Amy, thank you. Thank you for being a guest on the Recruiting Animal Show all these years. I'll see you in the new year, okay? Bye. Okay. Hey, everybody. Recruiting Animal here for Honeit. H-O-N-E-I-T. Okay. Honeit is phone interview technology. Here's what it does. It records your interviews and turns the key questions and answers into separate audio clips to help hiring managers quickly hear the motivation, the personality, and the enthusiasm that the recruiter just heard. Like when you can share a story with a hiring manager in the candidate's own voice. It speaks volumes, and you can't get that from a resume. You can't get that from a report, right? So you, if you want to get a hiring manager excited about a great candidate, share some of the sizzle with Honeit, H-O-N-E. 
IT. You just heard me telling Amy that what's important in the way she confronted that hiring manager was the tone of her voice, the way she did it. That makes a difference, and hone it is going to let you deliver it. H-O-N-E-I-T.com. Now I'm going to tell you about my good friends at PC Recruiter. If you're a regular listener, you hear me talking about PC Recruiter wanting you to give them a try. And the reason I keep telling you it's easy to do that is they provide two simple ways for you to switch from whatever you're using now to PC Recruiter. One of them is fast and simple. The other is custom made for you. The reason I keep stressing that is on my Facebook group, there's people every week saying, oh, what ATS should I use? I want to use a different ATS. Uh, I see this. I see that. And people suggest dozens of them. You know what? It's not hard. You don't have to make a big commitment to switch. You can try out new recruiting software like PC Recruiter very easily and see if you like it. And if you don't, go back to what you were using. Try something else, but try them as well. PCRecruiter.net, hire tool. I'll come back to them in a minute, but I'm going to remind you that they've got a webinar. Uh, a full demo of Hire Tool Pro. It's at one o'clock. Go to their uh, Twitter page, I H I R E T U A L, and you can find the link there. Alan Fleur, are you still on the show? Are you still here? Physically or mentally? Uh, mentally, okay. <laughs> I want I want you I want you and Michael G. Cox to ask some questions of Amy Poirier if she is going out. Imagine she's going out to uh, an interview as a recruiter. What questions would you ask her, and I want you to evaluate her replies. Do you have anything that hasn't been asked yet that you think would be good? Sure. Okay, so Go ahead. Before, I ask, before, before I ask you, Amy, let me ask you this question. Are you going to interview at an agency or an internal position? I'd like to be at an agency still. Okay. Um, Did you say fail? Yeah. No, she, yeah, she still, she said if she was going out, she would still be looking at, at agency work. She's an agency recruiter, okay. not a corporate. Michael, go ahead while I'm thinking. <laughs> no, I was just wondering, if you were going to be at an agency, are you going to be doing outside sales, or are you going to be working a recruiting desk, kind of like a, a 180 kind of thing? I'd like just to, recruiting. ultimately, my goal, I'd like to, I'd like to run a split desk. I'd like to talk to the client, the hiring manager, and I'd like to recruit as well for them. When you say talk to, you mean actually go out and bring in new business? Or yeah. maintain or, existing. Yeah, yeah or, she or, does, or fill existing. Didn't you order. hear she picks, up, she picks up business in the bar? I don't want to say pick up guys. She picks up business in the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I pick up business in the bar. <laughs> well, Look, both. I'm not going to lie. I'm fearless, but I'm a little scared bunny rabbit on the inside when I'm picking up new business, but I never let it show. So if I could start off ultimately in maintaining new business and then grow into that role, that would be perfect. That would be perfect for me, and I know I can right. do it. But, um, yeah, right now I am currently just full-on one-sided tech recruit. I'm just recruiting. Okay. Well, as a sales recruiter, I'm typically focused on – finding out about previous sales accomplishments and and sales activities that you've been engaged in. Um, okay. And, and that's really all I tend to focus on. So uh, do you well, have any major? Well, in that area. Okay, such as? You know, okay, so when I was a lowly, um, you know, when I got back into this business after being out of it for a while as a mother, stay-at-home mom, Kelly Services gave me a shot. I worked a brick and mortar. I pretty much ran the branch, full cycle, life cycle recruiting. And I did go out and secure um, a pretty large account. And then they were a third-party containment corporation because I was in the automotive plant. I was staffing all the way up from the maintenance and the high-tech maintenance technicians down to the floor production. What were so the big challenges I, in trying to secure that business? Uh, well, I went wide with the three plants that I worked. When I took them over, I went wide. I just established trust with honest communication. If they were asking for 10 people on the floor the next day and I knew what I could deliver, I was honest with them. I said, I cannot deliver 10 people. 10 people can't pass a drug screen right now. 
I've got six people in my pipeline that I can deliver to you. And I would get, I would get an answer from hiring managers. Well, uh, Malone's or such and such, or I, I didn't mean to throw that out there, but such and such agency said they can bring 10 people. Well, good. Audit those people and see if they've been drunk screened and then come back and talk to me. So would that, would that not open, uh, would that not open up your branch or your agency to basically allowing competition into your account? How so? Well, if, if you're telling them to go ahead and, go with the competitor, my, my concern oh, no. would be. They were already no. there. So because okay. of the nature of the business and the low unemployment rate, they already had about three or four agencies that they were using to staff the floor. And what I did when during my time at Kelly Services is I pushed out about two or three and I became the primary. Um, I because of the honest communication, because uh, if you tell somebody, especially a plant manager who's counting on 10 people to be on the floor, if you tell them that you can deliver 10 and you don't, and you deliver three and two of them walk off the job, you're probably not going to get a call. You're not going to be number one on the list. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it's, a, it's a fearful thing. You know, there's a, you can't be timid. Recruiters, you know, would often say, oh, yeah, 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 I can deliver 10 people. But if you're honest right off the bat, call them and say, look, I cannot give you 10 people. I do not have it. I don't even think I can get them passed by a drug screen, but I can give you four. And those four show up, and they don't walk off the shift at lunch. Okay, Michael they G. Cox, you, okay, uh, you still are, what do you think of her answer now? I mean, she's told you that she likes to uh, under-promise yeah. and over-deliver, okay? Uh, and, and she wasn't, you know, sending business to a new, uh, you know, new business to a, somebody who wasn't already doing business with a client. There's apparently mm. they had multiple vendors. What do you think I of wasn't. her answer? I don't get that you're impressed. You're not impressed with no. what she said. You're not. Why well, not? Because, well, I, I think, and I, I missed this, the first few minutes of the show, so if, if you're in job search mode and that's the way you answer that, that question, the concern is that you're not really, like when you're talking about under-promising and over-delivering, I know Animal, you said that. Nobody wants to hear that. Um, yeah. We want to, you know, a hiring manager would prefer to hear about a time when you over-promised and still delivered. Um, and then maybe on, on, in the stories that you're sharing, go back and talk about how you, it's kind of like, um, you know, you, you've told them what you've done for them lately. So, so can yeah, I ask yes, you a question, though? Yeah, that's a good point, Mike. But hold on a I'm second. I like her answer. I want to know what Alan Floor thought about this. It sounds like you're I with Mike and against me. I have a point. Alan Floor. No, no, I want to interrupt. It's not against anybody. I think her answer was a bit, because I agree with Michael, He, it, it was almost a challenge. What if you're giving them business? What I might, I'd also ask Michael, the, it's kind of the way she would answer it. And I might not say, hey, why don't you go audit them and see how many pass drug screen? What I would say is, look, when we give you four, they are of quality. They will not walk off the job, and they've all been drug screened. Um, in my experiences, I found that that's something that we provide, that it's almost 100%. They're there. They pass the drug screen, and everything's good. So you're, you're showing your value, and by implication, the other person can figure it out. But you're also, if I bag, if I, if I criticize my competition, that's something I learned not to do a long time ago. I, I'll let my results and what have I done for you lately imply that I've done it. So, yes, so I work in a plant environment. Have you have to take the environment that I work in. The other part is I can get you those 10, or I told this client that I could get them these 10. We're going to start with four today and then two or three the next day. And you can tell them I'm going to bring these individuals for you but perhaps not in the exact time frame that you're looking for. But well, rather and that's exactly than saying, the scenario that happened. That is exactly yeah. the scenario that happened that, uh, that caused me to secure the number one spot, you know, at yeah. a major third-party containment corporation where they actually have an internal staffing agency. And the president said, why is Kelly Services got more of a headcount than we do? And Jared said, because Amy is honest with me. So now... My delivery is, you have to understand where I was working. I was working with plant managers who were the hiring managers, so I need mm-hmm. to talk their language. You need to, you know. I mean, I'm not, I'm not debating that. 
I'm not debating so you, that. You guys, I, I, like, you, guys, you guys didn't like the way she was sort of lippy. You don't like this? Go exactly. higher. Go, go with no, those no, 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 no. I like that. Didn't bother no, hold me. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. It's not that. And, and when, but I'm she, not surprised. She had to go back and qualify the environment. And I've been in the plant. I've been in plant manufacturing and recruiting as well. It's all based. It's not the way that I want to talk. It's the way the other person wants to listen. So if I need to be more direct, yes. that's fine. If they're the person, if they're more evolved and my approach works better, so be it. Exactly. Um, but I, 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 would, I would also. And, you're, and I'm telling you a conversation. I'm telling you about a real conversation that happened after I established trust in a huge way. And so the rapport that I had with this person was in that, hey, look it. He was joking. He's like, well, so-and-so just told me they can deliver 10, Amy. You know, uh, what's the deal? I said, okay, fine. If they can deliver 10, see, go audit them. <laughs> I'm telling you. Next question. I would, see, I would never say. I would never say. I would never say. I would never say. I have one. Let's move to another question. I have Alan, one. Fleur, do you have Amy, one yet? Yeah, I have one. Amy, this is a bit odd off the mark, but tell me about a time you failed. Oh, Okay. That hurt. <laughs> yeah. <it did. laughs> what? Which one do you want to hear about? Because there is a couple. I mean, um, you don't have to answer anything you don't want to. Okay. No. 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 no, no. Want, whoa. Want, whoa, animal. Whoa. No, I want to answer. I want to yeah. answer. I want to answer re- this one, and I want to be honest about it. Um, failed in. Uh, my job with my manager failed. It was a hiring manager. It's all happened. You know, um, let's see. If you are, if you are going out for, you know, on, on the job search, definitely want to have some of those chambered, uh, some of those answers ready to go. And I don't mind that you're trying to figure one out, but answer the question and I'll provide, I'll share. So please tell me about the time you failed. I probably got a little too personal with the candidate. I'm and, you know, I mean, you married him or I'm what? Waiting. I mean, I don't know what that I'm means. I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm <laughs> waiting. Don't um, tell us anything that will get you arrested, okay? All right, okay. No, no. Um, you know, I, I, I gave him a little too much information to give him the edge, and it was found out. Can I leave it at that? Like, yeah. No, 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 no. Hold on, animal. Let me finish this. Okay. Okay. Tell me what you did to correct it. Tell me what you learned from it. What did I learn from it? Okay, so I learned always professionalism. Um, when When I want a candidate that I feel is the best fit, I'm going to present them in a light that doesn't show my personal preference. I'm only, I've learned how to only present their professional qualities that I feel will best suit the client. Okay. Does that make so, sense? Do you understand? Yeah, like I, 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 I presented, I failed to a hiring manager where I was like, I love this guy. He's so great. You know, we got such a great report. I made it about me, you know? And, okay. um, okay. So you know, Alan, one thing, one thing to keep in mind and maybe, you know, most people aren't aware you, you should, if, if asked that question, and I know this is a bit, this is slightly dodgy. Start with your, start with your solution, and then talk about the problem. It's kind of like what she said, but backwards. It's like, you know, I learned a long time ago not to get too personal with my clients because this is what I did. And, and oh, I, my I, gosh, I, I agree. That's a, I agree. That's a personal thing. I agree. I agree. And I don't. I don't care if it's forward or backward. Um, yep. What well, the reason I like this question is I can ask it of. A, stu- a new graduating student to a 25-year professional. What I'm looking yep. for is, and you did okay. Um, the is I'm looking for you to give me an example where you actually were part of the failure. I'm looking for the accountability that you were, because everybody fails, and it's the people that say, "Oh, well, I was on a team and they failed." That just cuts me out. I'm looking for you to be to take the accountability for the your piece of the failure. I'm yes. looking for, like Michael said. What did you do? And also something I might have included in that one is I might have included what did you do to fix it as that situation as best you could? And the other and the um, so what I'm looking for is your answer. But behind that answer, I'm looking for 
are you willing to be vulnerable? Are you willing to be accountable? Are you willing to take responsibility for what happened to what you learned for it? And just as a quick side note, and this is a small thing, and if Michael wants to kill me, he can. Um, you've used the word honest, honestly, to be honest a couple of times. This is my, this is my opinion only, sitting in way too many interviews over the years, is it's a, it's, a, it's a word that sometimes the listener thinks, oh, well, the, the thing they just told me, the thing they're about to tell me is mm-hmm. not the truth. I know. So, if you subst- yeah. so I've learned to substitute the word candid, candidly, or to be candid. For some strange reason, it takes that red flag out of the conversation, in my opinion. Just Helen, that's so. awesome. That is awesome. And also it's that, a filler that, that's fine. word for me. Um, like, that's a filler I, my, only concern, for me. my only concern with, with um, that that angle in sharing or, or perhaps oversharing about how it yeah. was your fault and and um, it is not everybody that is interviewing you is looking for what you're looking for, Alan. Yeah. They might be just looking for, oh, she screwed up, and, and that could ruin a candidate's chances. Now, well, that's, another and, thing is sometimes most sometimes interviewers don't ask your follow-up question, what did you do to improve that? And she has to be willing to perhaps lead with the solution that she came up with and then talk and about the problem. I agree with you, and would you agree or disagree that if I were, I would use whatever – whatever methodology, some call it the star situation, task, action, result. Because if she, if she answers the question with that and she treats a lot of the instances as, I'll say it, third-party examples. Here, here, Michael, let me give you one and you tell me what you think. So yeah. when I was doing NSA work, we had to, everybody had to hold clearances. <clears throat> the, the project execs said, we want to hire Amy as a receptionist. Married to a policeman, interviewed well, and I said, "Guys, I, we need to finish. We need to finish this piece of the background. Like, we need her. We're buried. Make her an offer." I didn't push back hard enough. Turned out that we hired. I was like, "Okay, they're the client. They're, it's a it's a brand new half billion dollar project. Fine." So we did it. A week and three days later, I get a call that says, "Hey, um, Alan, we got an issue. Amy, um, it's 9 a.m. Amy is drunk, and there's a half." empty bottle here. We have to walk her out right now. And so oh my gosh. I was willing to hop on a plane to go do it, but I found somebody, one of my coworkers that was able to do it. What I learned from it is to be more forceful on, look, here's the process. It's here for a reason. And we never violated it again. Yeah. My only, my only Good concern story. is make sure that you do share that solution that you, that you came up with and, and, yeah. Getting into the habit of leading with the solution to the problem that you experience helps you remember not to leave that out. I like that. I love that advice. And I will tell you guys I've been interviewing a lot, and hopefully an offer is coming through this week. But I've never been asked when I failed. It's funny. I have not been asked that question. Um, they've been very conversational. And, and let me just interject this opinion. Hold Within, on a second. We all know. Let me do it. We've all heard this. Okay. Famous phrase, Go ahead. people like Finish you within it. the first six minutes, right? First, yep. Within the first six minutes, people are just like, so, and then it becomes a conversational interview. And so that is my goal going into this. I'm going to make I would actually, like me I'd so be I can careful have a conversation about, with them. I'll be careful about that, and I'll answer it after Animal does his ad. Okay, okay. go ahead, Animal. Hey, everybody. Hire tool. We've talked about Damn it, it a number of times already in this show. <laughs> Amy Miller loves it. Uh, our guest, Amy Poirier, she said that she uses it as well. Let me tell you what it is. It's a super-duper sourcing tool. You don't have to know a lot of Boolean. You don't have to be a genius. You go to HireTool, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L.com. You put your search parameters in, the search requirements, in normal, natural English language. They create the search string for you, and they search a wide range of famous and infamous sites like LinkedIn, Facebook, GitHub. They return a list of candidates uh, ranked from top to bottom. They guess who's going to be ready to leave based on, I don't know what, the clues. And they also guess the salary range that the person's going to be in. Uh, They're doing uh, a demo today right after this show, 1 o'clock, if you want to see how it works. 
go to HireTool, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L, their Twitter uh, address, and you can probably find a link. So you can register there. Nin, uh, Nin Tran and uh, Michael Duran are going to be doing it. Mike Duran is a professional sorcerer. Nin Tran is the COO of HireTool.com. Oh, also, try their free Chrome extension to give you uh, professional and personal emails and phone numbers. Back to you, guys. Do you have another question for her? There's only 10 minutes left. So Alan Fleur first, if you've got some. No, just really I quick. like that discussion, the, but you two guys, I liked it very much. Go ahead. Well, I like, well, I do agree with you, Amy, that I do, when interviewing, you do want it to get to a conversational nature. I would also say many interviewers, 80-20 rule, are not the best interviewers, and they get comfortable in that type of a conversation, and they never get around to checking the boxes, and you want to make sure that you cover what is actually needed for the job to some degree and make sure they're comfortable with it, because if they need to go to their boss or somebody and say, well, great, well, by the way, how many fills does she have on a regular, ba- on a monthly basis? And he's like, oh, God, I don't know, we never got yeah. to that, I don't know, we never, and then also, you're disqualified for <laughs> reasons <laughs> completely outside of, uh, that you Good don't point. have any control of. Very good yep. point. Yes. Thank you. Michael G. Cox, comment? No, I agree. This is, people end up chatting away, and then you don't give them enough reasons to, to, you know, or, or enough ammunition to build their business case to justify next steps. Yeah. Um, so let me you, tell you, you about that. that. Um, I go into my interviews pretty prepped and with my questions. And... I have, I mean, I have a, I guess a, a template of how I like to do an interview and I like to, you know, not run it, but you do want to have a certain level of confidence when you go in there. Um, I will, when they say, well, do you have any questions for me? Yeah. Yeah. I got a ton of questions. And I, those are questions leading to their response of, Oh, how many fills have you had? <laughs> you know, well, cause my question is how many recs do you have open? What's the, you know, what's the time turnaround time of hire? And then that will, in turn, get them to ask those questions that can do – you, do you, does it make sense? I'm trying to get them to ask me about my successes. Because yeah, but sometimes they're at not a certain going point, to, so you if need they to don't. Be, you need to have those ready to go. And, and before your, your mission is before that conversation ends, uh, so keep an eye on the clock to make sure that you are able to convey your top three or top five reasons why you would be a smart hire for this role and, and be very specific to that role. Because hey, so you, can you I might ask you guys get, about um, thank yous, about like thank you letters? Because that's the thing I'm struggling with. I'm so, so sorry, animal. I'm going to take up a little bit of your time here. I'm going to pick no, these guys' brains. All right. Um, thank you. Like, can I convey, is that too bold or brazen to convey why I know I would be a good fit for three of these interviews that I've gone on? I can say something if you want, unless you want to, Michael. Well, I'd like to hear from both make, of you. you. You can lead off by mentioning that it is, it is an assumption, but based on the research that you've done on the organization and the position and the team and the preliminary conversations that you've had, and then go into – you know, oh, I'm making notes. It up. <laughs> I would, podcast. That's you can listen to it again. I, part, I, I agree <laughs> okay. with Michael. I would say I'd make it as short and sweet as possible. Um, okay. The most, the most, and while hitting on those notes, some people get too, too wordy and they write a Stephen King novel and it just, it just doesn't get read. But it's some of the most successful ones I've seen was, uh, hey, Michael, it was a pleasure meeting you, learning more about the company period. After, after our conversation and thinking it over, I, I feel that we'd be a really good fit and could do a lot of, and have a lot of successes. The we brings you into the conversation. It brings, it brings you onto the same team already. Um, if, uh, as you've offered, if I, if I think of a question, I'll reach out. Likewise, if you think of anything else, please feel free to text me. Again, here's my number. P, um, have a great day, Alan. P.S. Um, and, and the PS is usually a personal um, callback to something they mentioned. <laughs> but just like I was short, wondering sweet, about that. 
but it's I usually say a generic personal thing like if they mentioned you know they're they're busy all day next Saturday with their kids soccer and you say PS hope your kid hope your kid wins the soccer games or whatever just very generic but but personally polite Thank you Next both question. so much. So is that, are we helpful. finished that? Thank you. Is there anything else? Anything else to discuss? <laughs> do, you, do you have any pressing questions, uh, Amy? That you... No, I don't. I don't, Animal. What about you two guys? Do you have any more? Or does, does Michael G. Cox want to tell us what the Brad Johnson show is and what a submarine <laughs> is and all that kind of stuff he was talking about? <laughs> all right. Hey, okay. The Brad Johnson show is basically um, Brad Johnson is – uh, it's a parody show making fun of all of these um, self-help gurus and and thought leaders and and uh, you know just poking fun at, uh, at guys like the Gary V's of the world. Uh-huh. It's just fun. Well, and so all, and so all those words that stuff you were using <laughs> that was just making fun of the kind of jargon sales sales yes. pep talks that they give. Yes, and, and it's not me. That's actually some of the stuff that he shares on his. Yes, on, I got, his, I got on it. On okay, I just uh, wanted to know. I'll, I'll tune in. Uh, okay, no any, 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 any five minutes left. Any final discussion for for Michael G. Cox that you think she should be aware of if she was interviewing for a recruiter with you? <laughs> I, I would, I would want to know uh, what she's done and, and how well she's done it, and does she really want to do it again? And and would she? You know, I'm I'm trying to extrapolate. Would she be a good fit for this? But how how, so how I, I, I just want to do it again. She's coming to interview with you. She wants to do it again. You know she does. <laughs> oh my no, yeah, but she, animal... she may think she does, but she, she am, am I on a short list of of, of positions that she's really really considered, or or is so it you know that 50 positions that she's going neither to interview Neither one of you for. asked me. Yeah, that's a what? question that neither one of you asked me, which is one of my top questions as a recruiter. Um, as a technical recruiter especially because they hear from thousands of us on a weekly basis. And that uh-huh. question is, how many are you, are you interviewing right now? How many are you interviewing for? What stage are you in? And where do I fall? Where does my opportunity fall? Or am I number one, two, or three? And it's okay if I'm number three. Just tell me because I like to know I'm, I'm trying to do the best job for my client as I'm trying to do the best job for my candidate. Okay, but hold on. So Michael G. Cox, present- is that what you were talking about? Would you ask her that question specifically? No, because I, I, that's not measurable, and I don't know if I can get a, an answer that I can, that I can so actually what, measure. What, how, I mean, are you, I, I how are you going to determine her enthusiasm I'm, uh, or exactly. commitment to the – I don't confuse enthusiasm like I, with I capability. yesterday – I just interviewed yesterday for a job, right? And he didn't ask me, you know, uh, so are you interviewing elsewhere? Now, here's the thing. You don't care. You don't care. Well, here's the thing. So if you the really only like time I care is, is when, you know, it, if I have to speed up the process. because exactly. I really Time think is up, yes. Time kills you. Yep. Time kills you. So, I don't care how many you're interviewing for because if you tell me 10 or 3 or I'm the top choice, that that doesn't change anything for for me. I, I, again, I'm just focused on the the accomplishments, the achievements, the activities that you've engaged in, have been engaged in. But if in you that really are, like me, why wouldn't it change things for you? It, it like if would you, change and I'm not things, saying, but only in in regard to do we need to speed up this up. process to make sure that you know you receive an offer from us around the same time that you receive those other offers, and we don't miss the opportunity. Yeah. Or do we need to slow this down? Yeah. But it, but it doesn't influence my yeah. But Michael G. Decision. Cox, Michael G. Cox, before we yeah. we run out of time, I was trying to figure out. You said you want to assess, you know, does she want to do it again? Which to me means her enthusiasm. And you said no, I'm not interested in enthusiasm, just competence. <laughs> what are you talking about there? Does she want to do it again? I, I'm lost. What do you mean? If she understands the position, and and part of that that falls on me. If she if she understands the role and the way it fits into this organization, and she is still very interested in moving forward, then absolutely. After, of course, I have evaluated the, the what do you mean the way it developed. fits into this organization? 
the way we do it? I mean, is it you mean the yes. general role it's, of the yeah. recruiter? It's the way we okay. do it and the fact that I don't mess with spreadsheets and I don't need to know about all of the activities that she's involved in so long as I'm seeing the results. And some organizations oh, gosh, so are much me. more focused on everything has to be in this system by 3 o'clock every single day, and yeah. you have all of these processes and procedures that I think tend to get in the way, and, and mm -hmm. so it, it's just very different. And she needs to be aware of the environment that she might be walking into, and if it's a fit, and she says so, and she understands it, and then says so, then we can... No, okay, so hold on. Let me, let, me, let me ask you both a question before we finish. So there's th certain things that she should have to know about the company yeah. before she can actually say really uh, sincerely, yeah, I'd like to work here. But just like Alan yeah. Floor said a few minutes ago, you know, sometimes these guys get rambling in their conversations and they don't tell you that information. So what questions exactly. should she be asking to make sure that she knows? Uh, should she yeah, tell me like something about, about your process? Or? No, no, it's an easy question. Go yeah. ahead, so, Al. So, so, my, so, I'm very, so Michael G. Cox, I'm, this, I, I really enjoyed this, and if I get something back, so he did, great. Um, and at some point, you just want to ask in a polite way, why should I work here? Why, why are you here? Why do you stay? Because, like Michael says, you know, one of the things about, correct me here, Michael, is one of the things is, the culture of the company is also expressed in the interview process, and if she, if Amy's like, she's ready to go, 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 and she could be a fit for five companies, technically, and yeah. she might not be a fit culturally, or and, and, you know, and not even for the entire company. You you'll get a feel mm -hmm. for if you're speaking to the right individuals that are actually on the team. You'll, you'll get a feel for the culture on that specific department in that specific region because culture, I feel, changes from department to department and location Absolutely. to location and cubicle to cubicle. Absolutely. So and this is where I and the other short. thing – I fell short with culture. I'm, I'm in a big culture situation where it's extremely unprofessional. It's in a boiler room. It's like Glen Gary, Glen Ross meets the office. Glenn. And I could not unearth that. I'm serious, we'll y'all. It's, well, see, the thing I is, is when I during the, the interview process, see, I and that's where, that. Well, see, and that's some of the things I'd look for because when I built teams, I'm looking for very common things. It's are you do you are you qualified skills wise within a relevant range? Are you technically adroit to a relevant range? Do you get results within a relevant range? Are you intellectually curious and unafraid to pick up the phone? And the last one is. Could we have lunch together? And then after that, yeah. I handed it off to the executives and said, okay, I'm happy because they can learn the rest of it. And the other thing that I might do if I were you, if, you're on, if these are multiple interviews with each company, one of the things I might do is I might say, who are your top five clients? And then what I would do, I'd call them. I'd say, hey, I or hear you're working with, with agency ABC, and I'm, I got approached by them, and I'm just, I hear that uh, they're, they're very impressed with you, and they have a good relationship. I just wanted mm. to check it out. Or all, not only that, but also if you feel that cultural fit is something that's very, yeah. very important to you, it's at the top of your so list. So important, you guys. Then this you, is then, an offline conversation because I couldn't have unearthed it with their yeah, clients. Well, I couldn't have unearthed it with – it was it's type have. where they make fun of Indians. Let Michael, let Michael G. Cox tell you how you can unearth it. Go ahead, Michael G. Cox, last thing. I, I think you could have, if, if it's something that's at the top of your list, you need to develop a list of questions to dig into that and not just be satisfied with uh, a, so a three-sentence answer. Do you allow cussing on the floor? Do you, like, do you allow making fun of Indians on the floor? Would they have answered wow. those honestly? Do no, you of course not, but you could, you could look at it. I, I'd, like to, I'd like to visit with your team. Would that be possible? Um, no. Could I have a conversation with somebody on your team? Would that be possible? Um, and then when you have those conversations, you know, you have to lull them into feeling a bit comfortable, and then you might hear them let loose how it actually is when you ask, okay, so Michael you're on the team. Tell me about, a, the tell me about a, tell me about <laughs> what a day looks like. What do you guys do during, before, after, and, and, you know, what does it feel like to be on that team? But you, you can uncover those things that are most important to you but you just have to have a certain lining of questions that, that will lead into those things. Mm -hmm. 
You know what? The questions you gave, though, I don't think a lot of interviewers are ready to answer them. Like, not that they don't even want to. They just no. can't articulate it. They've never Thank given it animal. any thought. This, yes, this opportunity is very, very important to me. Because of that, I was wondering, would it be possible for me to come by, visit with the organization, or have a conversation with people that are currently on the team? And but Spending the day there, yeah, would probably show it up. Anyway, look, i got to tell you guys, I'm surprised. It was a great conversation, I, I, way better than I thought the show was going to be. I really enjoyed it. I hope we can get into uh, more of these things in the new year. Michael G. Cox, thank you for all that you've contributed this year. Alan Fleur as well. And Amy, thank you for volunteering. I enjoy hearing from you. Good luck, okay? Goodbye, everybody. I don't need this, man.